I'm exploring. I am not lost. I am exploring. I am not lost. I am exploring. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nomadic Diaries. This is a special series of which I'm calling it Sporadic Diaries because it's an experiment for the National Podcasting Month Challenge, which um, we are seeking to participate in. We have about five or six um, scheduled recordings with uh, guests that we are bringing for you this week. However, these extra recordings are just miscellaneous thoughts. They're miscellaneous uh, discussions, and we just bring them to you as a little bit of a bonus. So today I would like to talk about, um, my name is Doreen Cumberford. I am with Nomadic Diaries, today's sporadic diaries. And I'd like to share um, what I call multicultural whiplash or cultural whiplash. Yesterday, I had an experience, and I thought I could bring it to you today to see how we can possibly learn and ponder and uh, come away with some takeaways. Here in Mexico, the Day of the Dead celebrations have become absolutely over the top. I think it was a celebration that in the past was very, very traditional and very normal amongst, um, and very low-key probably, amongst Mexican families. And they would take a day to go to the cemeteries that started in the province of Michoacan, I believe. And in that state, um, they would go to the cemeteries and they would visit their ancestors or their relatives. Now, I'm from Scotland, and so all of my ancestors and relatives are from the UK. And I had never been exposed to this. And I'm ashamed to say that I had never visited my parents' cemeteries in Scotland since they've been buried, partly because I don't spend a lot of time there, partly because I choose to be with my living relatives and beloveds when I'm there, but partly because um, until I moved to Mexico, I honestly didn't appreciate the value of that. So we have celebrated the Day of the Dead. And in actual fact, it is a day when people bring, carna not carnations, we bring um, marigolds to the cemeteries and lots and lots of other flowers. And they take care of the graves. And they perhaps bring cigarettes or beer or Coca-Cola, or whatever that beloved's preference was. So I chose to wait until Day of the Dead was over because we had family in town and we were celebrating our own way, which is to dress up as Katrines and Katrinas. Now, Katrines and Katrinas were considered the sort of um, sophisticated, toffee-nosed um intruders into Mexico by some of the indigenous and local people here originally. And so my understanding is that the Katrinas were sort of made up and they would put on hats. And there's a very traditional Katrina dress and a look. And it usually has a skeleton painted on their face. 
And over the years, this tradition has become very, very uh, normal. And we all dress up. We we have skeletons drawn on our faces. Um, some people have skeletons drawn on their arms and their bodies as well. And it can be very, very beautiful, very stirring, very emotional. And so after celebrating Day of the Dead on Wednesday and Thursday this week, when the locals were primarily visiting their beloveds, I took the time yesterday to go over to the cemetery here in San Miguel de Allende and visit the graves. Now, while I was in there, I was taking pictures of some of the graves. Some of the graves are for elderly people, some are for younger people, some are obviously for children because they'd have teddy bears on them or they'd have a blow-up balloon. They'd have statues of Guadalupe plus a blow-up balloon, which it was pointed out to me was in, in quite a high contrast of cultures. And uh, as I was walking around, I discovered a place where there was a French grave because it was all mounded up and it didn't have, um, it, it obviously hadn't been there too long. And there was an elderly man who was sitting close to it with his face inside a big um, container of flowers and a younger man sitting on a stool nearby watching him. As I approached, the elderly man um, leaned back, stood up, and addressed me in Spanish. And we chatted in Spanglish, which, because my Spanish is still not as proficient as I want it to be, it's barely what I call pigeon, span, pigeon Spanglish at this point. And um, he was explaining to me that the grave was for his father-in-law which I still have trouble reconciling because looking at this fellow, he was probably between 75, I think around 75 or 80. He had very few teeth in his mouth, but he smiled. He was welcoming. He told me the story about his father-in-law being in here and how he comes to visit every year. The younger man who was sitting a little further back, eventually piped up in English <laughs> to fill out some of the details of the story. And I thought, oh, how normal this is. But I just have to say that they welcomed me into a very intimate spiritual moment. They were visiting. They were remembering. They were both just sitting there being totally quiet. And it was them who approached me and engaged me. And that was delightful. So after we chatted for a while, I got an invitation to his house in Senegita with a description of where he lives and an invitation for wine. And I thought, how charming, how welcoming, and how opening that was. Um, after a few minutes, they said, okay, Adelante, it's time for you to move on. Keep going. So I walked away, um, but I walked away with an experience and a kernel of culture that will live with me for a very long time as I live here in Mexico. As I toured the cemetery, I discovered where the expat cemetery is. Now, a Mexican grave can look like anything. They're approximately the same size, they're lined up. 
Some people put metal bars around them. Some have great big sort of sarcophagus things on them. Some have lots and lots of concrete. Some have statues. Some have only flowers. But people had been in there putting flower crosses on them. And the vases of flowers and the impulsion of life that it gives you when you're in the cemetery full of flowers and color was kind of amazing. So on some of the graves, the little one, like I mentioned, you see the toys and things. And then on some of the others, you see stories and their dates. And it's just such a lovely experience to know that somebody had been to that grave in the last few days, cleaned it up, polished the stones, put the flowers down. Some of them put up flags. I mean, there's great attention to detail. And I think in the physical action of paying attention uh, to these details is where life is because every day we live through our senses and we're monitoring our senses and our senses are are taking in some sort of level of energy so when we moved into the expat grave they were all similar all the same shape all the same color all the same design, all in a row, in lines. And I thought, how interesting. This is the difference between Mexico and America, or Mexico and maybe other places. But in the US, I've noticed many graveyards are very, very similar, especially my my um, step, my in-laws are buried in, in a military cemetery. And when we go to business, it's always how do we hunt, hunt the number because it's done by numbering system. All the white crosses are very, very, very similar. So the difference between the uh, Mexican cemetery and the expat cemetery here was striking and startling and bold and made me think about how we sort of have this cultural whiplash that, that goes on. Now, after I went to the cemetery, I had a little bit more cultural whiplash because we'd been experiencing Day of the Dead. I went to the cemetery. I completed the Day of the Dead experience for me personally. And then I went to the grocery store. And what do we have in the grocery store? Lions of Christmas trees with big balls on them and fantastically huge, beautiful poinsettias that were probably three feet in diameter at every till. And I thought, oh, wait a minute, is this cultural whiplash or is this seasonal whiplash? Because all of a sudden I went from Halloween and skulls and Day of the Dead to beautiful Christmas decorations. And I did feel a little bit in shock when I got on my phone a few moments later, I had a note from a friend who is prepping for her Diwali celebrations in India, where they celebrate the light and they put out the flowers, different shapes, but very similar, and different colors, but very similar to Mexico. And I thought, isn't it amazing that we have such similar traditions that are slightly different from culture to culture, but how we can uniquely preserve, present, and celebrate each one of them. So that's my story about cultural whiplash or seasonal whiplash.
And I'm wondering wherever you are, what you're dealing with. If you would like to write in and with your commentaries, your comments, your challenges or your feedback on this, we would love to hear it. Please like, follow and subscribe to Nomadic Diaries wherever you find us on Spotify, particularly Apple Podcasts and other directories. We would love to hear from you. Wherever you are, I know today that you are not lost. You are exploring. Signing off, Doreen. I am exploring, I am not lost, I am exploring, I am not lost, I am exploring.